a lot of properties look decent until you actually buy them. And then you notice all kinds of issues. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, 24 Sound. 24 Sound is technically an audio production company, but they're way more than that. They're there to help you grow your business from audiobooks to podcasts and everything in between. They're flawless as sound engineers and they're strategic as business partners. Visit them at 24sound.com. You can also email them at hello at 24sound.com. And of course, as a best ever listener, you'll get a best ever discount. Mention best ever and you'll get a 20% discount on your first product. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless and I'm here with today's guest, Mindy Sharp. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the show. Mindy is joining us from South Bend, Indiana. She is a skydiving enthusiast. So that's first and foremost going to separate her from anyone else I've interviewed. At least they haven't told me they're into skydiving. She has 15 years of real estate and property management experience. She's a blogger for Multifamily Insiders. She has her own personal blog called My Life as a Property Manager, and she is a property manager for Prime Property Investors. So with that being said, Mindy, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? What I'm focused on now is really the property management side of the company. Um, That's where my passion lies. Uh, I love working with investors. I like working with the investors who are very experienced, but also the inexperienced ones too, because with the 15 years, I feel like I can be more of a guiding hand sometimes if they're open to it. So that's that's really where I am. I'm really into the, the side of the property management company that will reposition a declining property um, who's looking for something to maybe add value to their portfolios. So I, I like that side of the of the industry a lot. What are some differences that you notice between experienced and inexperienced investors that you work with? A lot of inexperienced investors sometimes don't have the vision yet. Maybe they're not looking at uh, something long-term. Maybe they're looking at something that's short-term where an experienced investor can come in and look at a property, look at the cap rates, look at uh, a very slim period of due diligence. A lot of first-time investors don't do the due diligence you know, in detail and they miss a lot of things, especially on these older C and D properties. So sometimes they do need somebody that will point those finer points out to them when they're walking a property or even considering it on paper. Because sometimes everybody looks good on paper. That's like when you interview a candidate, they all look good until you actually give them the job. So a lot of properties look decent until you actually buy them. And then you notice all kinds of issues that should have been you know, found. When you're looking at a property during the due diligence stage and you're walking around, what are some of the things that you always look for? I walk every unit. I don't skip around. I look for water issues. Um, it's kind of funny sometimes when you're walking a property and you walk into a building, you can actually hear running water somewhere. And whoever the real estate rep might be or even the property manager that might be walking with you will try to go, oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, I don't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I'm always looking at roofs and gutters. I like to know the, the age of the roofs, the gutters. Um, but I like to look for those little hidden things. I, I want to know the age of the appliances. I want to know what the furnace looks like. I want to know, you know, if there's the possibility of cracked heat exchangers. But I'm also looking to see, you know, if it's an older property, what can I change? Can we change, you know, the functionality of the property that will make the life of the resident better? So those kinds of things. With older properties, the stuff that you're looking to identify to change, what are some things in the past that you've changed on older properties that have increased the value of the property? Well, on a lot of properties, uh, changing out all the windows and doors. Uh, I've done uh, property-wide renovations where we change out all the heating and cooling systems. We've added cooling systems in some buildings that actually had none. So it was just like windows and that's what your air conditioning was. And, you know, sometimes in the summer when you have a lot of heat on a third floor, it doesn't make it very comfortable for a resident. So uh, I've done that. A lot of parking lot renovations where you actually tear it down because sometimes they've layered it up and you actually lose all the curb. Um, landscaping, a lot of landscaping and signage, roofs. Done a lot of roofs in my life, a lot of roofs. What would you say is the number one change that you've done on your previous, you know, all the properties you've overseen? that really stands out as far as it being a slam dunk with that particular property? Oh, that's pretty much, an, that's an easy one. Um, redesigning, well, upgrading or uh, updating the interiors of apartments, uh, actually changing them and making them open concept, removing some walls or at least putting some large pass-throughs through kitchen areas, uh, changing the lighting, uh, flooring, those those interior uh, renovations and updates, we are able to get like $150, $200 extra in rent. And in this area of South Bend, Indiana, that's a phenomenal amount of money. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? I think it kind of goes back to the due diligence and having trusted partners you know, good partners, people that don't always just tell you yes, that actually point out, you know, no, this is not a good investment or, yeah, I can make it work. I mean, having a good relationship, good partners, that I think is prime in your due diligence phase. How do you find them? I think it's word of mouth, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have a really good mentor for, you know, nine years and he's still, you know, somebody I can call, but he, you know, once you meet that kind of person, um, they share their knowledge and I can't tell you how invaluable that is. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Oh yeah, yes, I, we can do it. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Best ever listeners, if you want to grow your business, you need an audio product. Contact 24sound at 24sound.com for a free consultation. And remember, you'll get 20% off your first product just by mentioning Best Ever. Okay, Mindy, Best Ever book you've read? I'd say um, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. It had a phenomenal effect on my life. What was the effect? It made me think that there are reasons to carry on even when you're in the most adverse situation. Find that way. You find your voice. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. I have to say my divorce. Now that's not a glamorous answer, but uh, it taught me how to stand on my own two feet. Best ever success habit you practice. 
I think my best ever would be keeping my end goal in sight, looking toward the result, um, because I don't think that your goal, I think you always have to question your goal and how you're achieving it. You know, can you make it happen with the way you thought you could do it? And so that has taught me to be creative and not afraid if I do fail. What's your goal? My ultimate end goal now is to, we will hope my company doesn't hear it, but uh, I, I want to be my own my own property management company. I'm sure they would actually welcome that. You know, I, I know as uh, working with many entrepreneurs and business leaders, they want to elevate their employees and their first and only concern is helping their employees pursue what they ultimately want to accomplish and not being scared of them outgrowing the role, but rather growing into it. And then if for whatever reason their growth leads them to other directions, then they'll know that they're better off as a result of all the contribution you've had so far and the mentoring that you've done to the people who will fill your shoes. Well, thank you. That's very uh, worthwhile. I hope that I hope that's true. Best ever deal you've done? I don't think I've done one yet. I don't think my best one's come yet. I think it's just me. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? Um, it would be, you know, getting all the ducks in a row for my, for my own company. Best ever quote? George Bernard Shaw. You see things as they are and you ask why. I dream things that never were and I ask why not. What's that mean to you? I think it kind of goes back to being a visionary. I think sometimes, especially in property management real estate, you can look at something and make it go in a different direction. This would be like repositioning and re reconverting, re you know, realigning a building and making it a different use than it was intended to primarily. But yeah, I, I think a lot of times people, they just see what they see, but they don't see how things could be someday. I mean, without those visionaries, then you know, you don't have civil rights and fair housing and everything else. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Ah, the biggest mistake I ever made was not getting my company off the ground when it was offered to me on a silver platter back in 2007. Yeah, that was a very interesting time that was about to happen in 2008 through 2011. Yeah, that recession. Yeah. But I could have made it work and I didn't have the self-confidence. How would you approach that now? Oh, now I know exactly what I would do because I already had one property in another state that would have been under contract and I would have the management fees for and I would have I would have worked harder I would have you know really gone out and taken even the small small contracts and I would have built it and at the time I did I didn't know it kind of goes back to that question who do you call um, because most in this area especially in South Bend everybody has a rep a management company most of the management companies own their own properties and so getting those contracts would be kind of difficult as a new start but I should have I should have gone back to my quote and really thought after some, you know, maybe even some commercial contracts and things, and I could have done it, but I didn't think of it, and I didn't, you know, feel like I could do it. And sometimes those delays are preparing us for something even greater than what we initially would have pursued if we had taken that opportunity. So, you know, there, there very well might be even bigger and better things in store for you in the very near future. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I really am. I really think, you know, now I've been in it. I've written all the best practices and policies and I know exactly how it, how to run it. So, you know, I'm hoping, well, I'm going to make it work. What's the best ever place to reach you? <laughs> I would say Twitter, but, you know, phone call, email, either way. Do you want to give out your information? Yeah, you can actually call my cell phone. That's 574 261 
3719. And you can shoot an email to me at mgsharp4 at gmail.com. Mindy, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners. This has been a very pack-filled, insight-driven conversation with all the different due diligence things to look out for whenever we're talking about multifamily properties from water issues, roofs, gutters, age of appliances, what to look for whenever we're walking the properties, and also ways that we can add value. You know, the, the sexy thing to talk about now is a value-add play with multifamily. And you went through a lot of different examples of how you can do value-add, from changing out the windows and doors to including and incorporating heating and cooling systems to parking lot renovations, landscaping roofs, updating the interiors. You gave that case study. I think this was just a fantastic conversation, just full with really good, hard-hitting information. And I'm very grateful for that. So thank you so much for being on the show, Mindy. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay, great. Thank you for having me. And best ever listeners, really quick, tune in tomorrow and you're going to be treated with Barbara Friedberg. She is a personal finance and real estate wizard and she's going to give her best ever advice and we're going to talk a lot about how stocks, bonds, and real estate all can come together and the types of insights that she got from um, her real estate experience and what she applies now with stocks, bonds, and how that all kind of lives and, and is incorporated. So tune in tomorrow and looking forward to that conversation. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.